0: Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Thursday, 1st December, 2022. Our bit today comes from John 14, 15, which simply says, If ye love me, keep my commandments. Oh friends, I have to open today's bit on December 1st, 2022 with a chuckle. Why, you ask? Because yesterday we were talking about the rain and snow situation in our Northern climate and was somewhat surprised but very appreciative for seeing rain and not snow, but noting that the white stuff will certainly come in due course. Well, some of it did come last evening as the rain ended. Not much, but enough to leave traces of white on the lawns and housetops this Thursday morning as the sun shines brightly in an unclouded sky. And that's what amuses me. One day rain and cloudy skies, next day snow and sunny environs. But that's simply how the cookie crumbles. And you just have to learn to take it as it comes, both the good and the bad. And that's why Job didn't curse God and carry on nasty when the Lord allowed the devil To bring down his earthly fortunes and destroy his family. And though it's never easy to accept the bad, especially after a season of good, if we sincerely believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we must also have a faith to understand God's ways, to understand how he operates in the lives of his his people. And the first step in doing that. Is accepting this foundational scripture that Rob Paul wrote to the church at Rome, where he says, "And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose." And we all know that comes from Romans eight twenty eight. Yes, friends, our great God has promised that in the end He will make all things right for those who put their sincere trust in him. No, he doesn't promise that life will be a constant bed of roses or a Sunday afternoon stroll in the park, but the ending will surely be worthwhile. And to further strengthen our faith, we need to remember these magnificent words of Jeremiah on the Lord's behalf, where he declares, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you said the lord thoughts of peace and not of evil or calamity to give you an expected end that's a future and a hope and there again we all know that comes from jeremiah 29:11 mm. now why would god make such a promise if he didn't intend to keep it eh? that brings us to another important aspect of our faith and that's to understand and believe That our God does not lie. Listeners, the Bible informs us God is not a man that he should lie, neither the Son of Man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Behold, I have received commandment to bless, and he had blessed, and I cannot reverse it. And that comes from Numbers. 23, 19 to 20. My people, after love, faithfulness is perhaps God's greatest attribute. He will never renege on a promise. He does exactly what He says. And we need to understand that in spades if we intend to loyally follow and fellowship with Him. And if you're still uncertain about following God based on His promises, Or you think all we've said so far is simply Old Testament stuff? Then listen to these marvelous New Testament promises from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ himself, and let your faith soar. First off, is this promise of the Holy Spirit? Where he tells them, if you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that's another helper that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and he shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, that's as orphans. I will come to you. And that comes from John 14, 15 to 18. (laughs) Wow, my brethren. What a marvelous promise. Jesus was going back to heaven, but promised his disciples and future followers like us that he would be with them through the indwelling presence of the third person of the Holy Trinity. That's the Holy Spirit, which so excitingly happened at the Pentecost celebration some 50 days after Jesus ascended back to heaven. And you can read all about it in Acts chapter 2 as his followers sat together in a room and a song from heaven broke into the room Whoa. like a rushing mighty wind. And cloven or divided tongues of fire appeared and sat on each of them and the Holy Spirit filled them all up and they began speaking in various languages. Mamma mia, that's how our Christian church was born. What a marvelous and exciting moment that must have been. But my people, it all hangs on our believing in Christ Jesus and on our growing in faith in him. And that is brought into question right after he promises the coming of the Comforter, the Holy Ghost, when he declares, (laughs) yes, we spell declares right there, when Jesus declares, peace I live with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And we know that comes from John 14, 27. And all of that follows what he had earlier said to the disciples. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions or dwellings. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And that comes from John 14, 1 to 3. And that's why we are following his commandments, growing our faith, and ever watching so closely for his return that we could be with him in heaven or wherever he is forever. Now, there's one last promise of Jesus that seals the deal. He says, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And again, we know that comes from John sixteen thirty three. Yes, my fellow saints, our Lord and Savior has overcome the world, defeated Satan and all his iniquity workers, and it's just a matter of time before they are destroyed forever, while we will enjoy eternal life with the Lord. And if all of that doesn't lift your faith, then please check out what we call our Thursday blessings, blessings that has been restored on us, undeservedly, but to do the work God has enlisted us to do down here. And since they must be declared, all right, we spell declared right there too, since they must be declared out loud for them to be activated, let's do that right now now, as one loud and sincere voice. Altogether, I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I'm blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I'm blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare today and every day, Amen. Now, friends, let's go out and use those blessings wisely and generously as Jesus desires of us. And I do hope that all we have spoken of today will encourage us and bring a refreshing breath of life to our faith. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Without an abundance of hope, faith, and love, there can be no Christian brotherhood. And that's the indisputable truth, my people. If we don't have plenty hope, faith, and love, we can't do a good Christian job for Christ. So please, let's wake up and get ourselves together now and do whatever it, te- does, it takes sorry, to build our hope and faith and love so we could get out there and live for Jesus. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.